Hi everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Nikita. And this is We Hate That. And today we are going to talk about why we hate ultimatums. But before we get started, we first wanted to give a shout out to one of our friends, listeners, co-workers, Tim. He and his wife, Alyssa, just had their first baby this week. So welcome to the world, Ella, our future listener. Oh, welcome, Ella. And thanks so much for your support, Tim. Tim's been like our day one listener. So we're just really happy for you guys. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll we'll dive in. So ultimatums, um, probably something most of us are familiar with, but just in case, an ultimatum is when someone provides a final sort of demand statement of what they want with the attachment that if it doesn't happen, there will be a consequence. So it's essentially a threat with the promise of something happening at the end. Um, and you know, I think most of our examples today will probably be around like romantic relationships and what ultimatums look like there, but, um, ultimatums come in a variety of forms and with many different kinds of relationships. So first off, if we just sort of break down what kinds of ultimatums are there, I think there's explicit and sort of implicit ultimatums. So explicit ones are obvious, do this or we will break up, do this or I will make your life difficult, something along that. It's very clear, very threatening. (laughs) Um, And then an implicit ultimatum would be more along the lines of, if you really loved me, you would do this or whatever fills in the blank sort of becomes an ultimatum because you've put that person into a corner without many options. Like if you really care about your job, you'll do this. If you really care about this family, you'll do this. Got it. So in those cases, there's really no, like nothing that they stated exactly about how the hammer is going to come down, so to speak, but it's still, it's still there. You know that, (laughs) you know that this isn't just a polite ask. No. (laughs) No, that's out the window. (laughs) Perfect. And then um, in terms of why people do this, um, it just mostly is they are trying to stand up for their happiness or what they need. So it can come from a good place. You're trying to be assertive. um, And often you might even get positive feedback for doing something like this because people will be like, yeah, you go, girl. You know, it's it's confusing, too, because obviously we're living in a society right now of a lot of feminine empowerment where you know we want to take matters into our own hands um but that being said there it is a fine line to walk and we definitely want to talk about you know why they might be negative Mm -hmm. yeah it's exactly that it's ultimatums why are they harmful it's often a misguided attempt to get your needs met. Something is missing and you're trying to have that happen. And this is your last ditch effort to make the gap between what you need and what you have become closed. Um, But the issue is it can often make the recipient feel very pressured, trapped, or forced to take a certain action and taking away that kind of autonomy can really build resentment in the long term. Um, And ultimately, it's 
kind of a fight for power. It's a, ultimatums are a power game and people don't like to be in a deficit for long. So one person who's not having their needs met may feel like they're lacking power. So they dish out this ultimatum to get all the power and say, if you don't do this, then I'm taking this action, right? That puts you back in the power. But then it puts the other person in this power deficit where they no longer have options. And you can't sustain any kind of relationship that way for a long period of time. So it's important to create a balance more so through time and through conversations versus just asserting the power for yourself at the expense of the other person. Got it. And it's interesting because you say that like obviously a power deficit is caused once you've made an ultimatum, then it's very clear. I'm in control and I'm telling you what to do or else. But it's interesting that it sounds like the cause of an ultimatum in the first place might also be a feeling of a power deficit. Like, I don't feel like I have, you know, the air to do, to just ask you about this. So I'm going to attach a threat to it. So I feel like, would it be fair to then extrapolate that the more secure a relationship is, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship, like maybe it would just be less likely that there would actually be an ultimatum in that sort of dynamic? I would think so. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially even if I just think about happy, confident people I know, they don't usually go around telling people what to do because they have their situation under control, whatever it is. And if we think about like a manager and a great manager is someone who can get their team to do what they need to do and everyone feels great about it and everyone's succeeding and accomplishing what they hope. But when a manager is struggling, maybe not doing as well, lacking the confidence, that's when they might have to dish out ultimatums and just start more so barking orders as opposed to leading through action or leading through their good examples and graces. Perfect. That makes so much sense. Um, Next, we kind of want to talk about where you might see these. So it's fine to think of an ultimatum as sort of an abstract concept, but where do we see them most often? So one of the places that Maddie noticed has noticed them um, in the phase that she is currently in of life of, you know, being a little fish in the sea is that in the dating app world, you see a lot of ultimatums. That was such a gentle way to tell people that I'm on dating apps. Thank you. Well, it's just, it's a beautiful <laughs> journey. It's good. I mean, I'll, I'll, um, what was I trying to say there? Like, oh, just to be really clear, I met my partner on a dating app and I love them. So <laughs> it's 2019. I feel like everyone's more shook if you met somebody in person, to be honest. <laughs> They're like, oh, you met him like at a at a bar? Yeah. Uh, oh. I have almost zero examples of that. Right. You're like, <laughs> you didn't meet him on the internet? So it's no longer like, I feel like the taboo's off. Um, That's a whole other episode, though. That is a whole other episode. <laughs> Just a little teaser in there. Um, But basically on dating apps, you can definitely see ultimatums at play. The whole swipe left is blank. So, you know, that can be swipe left if you are a dramatic person or like if you create drama, right? That one's like, I guess, kind of obvious, but like usually a red flag to me too. Or like swipe left if you don't like dogs or whatever it might be. Um, And... So, like, we thought that the intention behind it was potentially good. Like, maybe people are trying to, 
give you an insight into their preferences. But the reason that we hate this is because, like, we don't, we're not even, we haven't even met, let alone dated. And you're already telling me what to do? Like, oh, I have to swipe left if I don't have this one quality. And also, why do you have such strong deal breakers if it's online dating, where it's already really difficult to find a connection? It's definitely, in that case, it feels back to that sort of power play. Um, And then another type of ultimatum you can experience in a dating app situation as well is sort of the, oh, this is how we're going to tell people that we met. Like, we'll tell people that we met at Trader Joe's. That's very, like, domineering on, you know, your actions as well because like oh we have to agree on this story like no if you're embarrassed about being on a dating app that's your own baggage and like (laughs) I'm not going to be your little like you know partner in in those lies I I am good with myself right (laughs) totally so if you see those like feel free to treat them as red flags I personally did in the past and I know that Maddie does too Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that's a real clear like dating example, things you might see and look out for that are hidden ultimatums. But then now let's say you've been dating for a while, you're thinking about marriage. There's some things that we've heard of like, I want to be married by this date or else. I want to be engaged by this date or we have to break up. Um, And everyone has their own timeline for their dating life or their their ideal life. We were just talking about that earlier, making your ideal world. Um, but forcing someone's hand at an engagement can just be a colossally bad idea if, if you are trying to disrupt the flow of your relationship or um, trying to force someone's hand to make a big life decision on your behalf is just really tough. And that's just one big example, you know. Um, they can come in other ways too, like, buy me a car, buy me a house, and all of those things are big life events that would probably happen eventually, but by forcing the timeline on that, you're removing all the autonomy from the other person to make this big life step in junction. And I think that's one of those instances where you have to discuss with the other person and figure out, is it a mismatch of timeline or expectations or communication? Because that's usually, I think, what it is. I've never been engaged though, so I don't really know. <laughs> I haven't either, but I think I think you're right. Like I think it just takes a conversation and it's a really tough situation because you want to advocate for yourself, but at the same time, you just have to be a bit careful about how you go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in a till death do we part situation. Yeah, that seems like a major, major thing to jump into. <laughs> um, something else that is an ultimatum you see often that actually Tim, who we shouted out, gave me this idea. Um, It's this kind of stuff you see on Facebook where it's like, delete me if blank. Um, A common one I see a lot is like, delete me if you're a Trump supporter. You have some sort of political belief. But I think if you have an issue with someone's politics, their stance, their life choice, um, that you feel so strongly you're going to put that out into the world, Could this be an opportunity to start a dialogue with the person who you disagree with to try and state your case, to try and learn about their opinions and um, better your own knowledge, starting the dialogue, of course, instead of isolating them. And, you know, you're you were friends with this person in the first place, so they must have some sort of redeemable qualities or good qualities that made you want to be friends with them. And um 
it can be a, a shame to throw out a friendship because you disagree on something. Totally, totally agree. I think it's a more mature way of looking at things as well rather than black and white. So pretty much all the examples we've given you in info has been about how ultimatums are damaging Mm -hmm. and not ideal, you know, to put out into the world. But when Maddie was doing the research for this episode, she did come across a Bustle article that talked about how some ultimatums are actually healthy in relationships. We dove into that article a little bit and what we found is that, like, I don't necessarily think the things they were describing were even necessarily ultimatums. Yeah. But they were just explaining that if there has been a misstep in your boundaries, what we don't want you to do after listening to this episode is feel like you cannot express that to the other person. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying, like, don't air your grievances. Um, it's actually super healthy to let them know that it's a deal breaker for you and let them know how it's making you feel. The difference that I notice in the ones that are healthy versus the ones that aren't is that it seems to be more informing someone about how what they're doing or what they've said or whatever the trigger action was is making you feel and that's all self-contained and then it gives them the choice of like once they know how you feel you know they can act on that according to maybe they stop doing the thing that they were doing because they realize how much it hurt you but it's not It's just self-contained rather than saying, oh, if you keep doing this to me, I'm going to do this to you, Mm -hmm. which is very like reciprocal and like threatening. Um, So instead, and I've, I've had these in my own relationship too, just times where I let the person know, this is how you're making me feel when this happens. And if the way that it's making you feel as well is that like it really is crumbling the foundations on which you stand upon, it's probably fair to let them know that. So part of the fine line between the ultimatum and like this type of healthy discussion is like how you're presenting it. So a lot of the time it requires being vulnerable. It requires being open as opposed to just being very black and white about how something's going to work. Yeah. And so few things, so few things are black and white. So that's a tough approach to life anyway. Completely agree. So I think with that thought in mind, if if you find yourself dishing out an ultimatum, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's going on with my nose. If an ultimatum is not a great word for you know nasal stuff, um, but if you, <laughs> if you find yourself dishing out an ultimatum, it might be because you're missing out on that type of a conversation that you should have had that is really open and vulnerable and lets the other person know how you're feeling without necessarily having like. A, so- a sword that you're drawing on them. Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. That was all we had today about ultimatums. I hope you, maybe you didn't learn anything new, but you thought about it in a different way. And um, I we really appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if there's any feedback that you'd like to share with us or anything you hate and you want to talk about, let us know. You can reach out to us through any of our platforms you can email us at we hate that podcast at gmail.com um our instagram is we hate that podcast our twitter is we hate that pod we only have two followers and one of them is me so feel free to join us there um give us any thoughts on this format or this show and if you're listening on itunes or any other platform feel free to leave us a review or um give us some stars we'd love it So that's all we're signing off for today. But always remember, 
We hate that, but we love you.